You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. On this episode, we are talking about math language and joining me to explain what that is and why it's important. Purdue Associate Professor David Perpera joins the podcast. David, how are you doing? Good. How about you, Adam? Hey, I can't complain. It's a great week. The weather is getting warmer, and it's great to have you back on the podcast, I should say. Of course, you and Jen Oates joined me uh, last March on Read Across America Day, talking about the importance of reading. We're going to kind of continue that theme today. We'll get into that here in just a couple minutes, but before we do that, let's let our listeners and viewers get a chance to uh, learn more about you again. Uh, Just kind of explain how you got to Purdue and your title and role there. So I'm an associate professor in human development and family studies and the co-director of the Center for Early Learning here. Um, I have now been here for nine years as faculty, but I was also an undergrad here. So it's, a, it's been a, uh, really, really a home for me. Yeah. Um, I, I study early math and language and literacy development and how, how to best uh, provide instruction for young kids. Awesome. Well, that sounds exciting. It's important. We were kind of talking about before we started recording, both you, both you and I have young, young children. So this is a cool topic for both of us. And also this is, you know, coming off a recent uh, study you've been a part of up at Purdue talking about how parents can improve their children's uh, skills, specifically uh, math skills by reading specifically designed math picture books to them. So excited to talk about that and some of your books here in a few minutes, but kind of just to start here, Talk about what, what math language is and what, why that's important. So math language are those words and concepts that children uh, need to know to be able to, to do early math. Uh, for example, uh, in order to understand, uh, be able to talk about what, what quantity is bigger or which is more, children have to understand the word more and they have to understand the word fewer, um, same, similar, and different. And all these words are really some of the Uh, some really important concepts for early math development. In some of our other work, we found that children's knowledge of these terms and concepts is one of the strongest predictors of early math development. And actually children's knowledge of math language skills at the beginning of preschool is one of the best uh, classifiers of who's going to struggle by the end of preschool. So those kids who who struggle at the beginning of uh, preschool on math language, um, they're the, the, the kids who are most likely to struggle on their general math skills at the end of preschool. So it's this really important um, uh, set of uh, terms and concepts that kids need to learn in order to be able to develop those early math skills. Gotcha. So this is important before they, you know, chip off to kindergarten or whatever to tackle this early. Just talk about some of the tips you would give to parents and to kind of help jump into this and, you know, to not get discouraged, but, you know, to get on the right track there. Yeah, so the first thing to think about is that um, building these words into your, your daily engagements with your children are, are really easy and they're things that, that can come, but sometimes it might not be natural for you to engage in these ways. And so it, it just takes a lot of practice, finding opportunities to make comparisons when you're at breakfast, comparing um, the amount of uh, food that uh, you've put on the plate with, uh, with what's still in the bowl, uh, and things like that. And just throughout the day, comparing the magnitude of sizes, like your shoes versus your children's shoe sizes. Um, and just any time that you're out in the world, uh, using the terms more, le- less, fewer, same, similar, and different 
uh, just to start building it into their their vocabulary and making it more natural for them and for you to engage in that type of uh, discourse. Gotcha. And of course, you would, you know, I mentioned the, the study you did up there at Purdue. Kind of talk about what you had found from that study then. Yeah, so this most recent intervention study, we had developed these children's picture books that had math language embedded in them. Um, and we wanted to uh, provide an opportunity for parents to engage with their children uh, using these words and concepts in, uh, in a way that, that was just very natural and sort of embedded into something that parents and, and children do on a normal basis. And storybook reading was really that just natural con uh, uh, content. Um, parents typically read to their children at night before bed. And so we built, we, we developed these books to really um, uh, have this rich math language content in the books. And we, we, we had about 86 families participate in the study. Um, about half were, were assigned to our intervention group. Half had three other books that um, were similarly designed, but didn't have that math language content. And what we found after just four weeks of intervention, there were strong impacts on kids' early math language skills that also translated over to their more general numeracy skills, count, skills like counting and um, addition and numeral naming. Um, and all of these effects, not only were there just at that immediate post-test, but also stayed um, and persisted eight weeks later at a delayed post-test. So we found this really easy intervention um, that parents can just do at home with their kids um, it takes 15 minutes a day, three days a week for four weeks, and they, they're able to build some of these early skills. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. You're, we were kind of talking a little bit before we started recording as well. There aren't a lot of books out there with math embedded in them. So yeah. uh, you came up with the idea of writing some of your own books, correct? Talk about those. Yeah. So during one of our earlier interventions that I did with, uh, one of my, or with my first graduate student several years ago, we, we wanted to use books to, to help improve children's early math language skills. And she and I went to every library in town, every bookstore. Uh, we searched Amazon and Barnes and Nobles and dug through all of the, the math related books that we could find. And very few of them found, had this really, really good math language content in them. And so we did find a few commercially available books, but they weren't the most interesting or engaging books. And so uh, I, we used those for that first intervention, but then after that, we decided, you know, the best way to make sure that we have books that are really engaging and have this good content is if we were to develop them ourselves. And so that's what we uh, really focused on on this most recent intervention project. Yeah, talk about, talk about those books, the Little Elephant series. Yeah, so the Little Elephant's Big Adventures. Um, this is the book series that we that we developed with our research group in order to help um, have engaging uh, early math language books. Um, so I have to first say that I didn't write the books and I didn't do the illustrations. Um, I know what my limits are and, <laughs> and definitely illustrations and children's picture book writing is not that. Um, children's picture book writing is really far more complex than we than we would typically think. Most people think, oh, it's only a few hundred words, that's easy, but every single word matters. And so what we did was we worked with a professional children's book author and a professional illustrator to help us with this development process. We met with the author, uh, we gave her, and we told her about the content that we wanted embedded in the books and gave some more general loose ideas. She came back to us with um, 
some character sketches, some ideas for what who the main characters were. It came back with a brother and sister elephant, Benjamin and Lucy, and sort of their sidekick uh, stuffed animal bear <laughs> with a treat as though he's real, uh, but he's really just uh, a stuffed animal. Um, and then she sketched out the, the outlines of the, of the first three books. And we went back and forth between her and our research team um, and, and, and gave some feedback. Then she provided uh, a full sketch of the first book. Uh, we went through, gave some edits, made sure that the math language content was accurate in there and, and, and uh, covered all of the terms and concepts that we wanted. And then we went back and forth a few more times until we came to a storyline that we all agreed um, uh, worked really well. Awesome. And from there, we, we generated some illustration notes um, that we then passed on to, an, to our professional illustrator. And we went through a, a process of um, working back and forth with him uh, to, to get those illustrations done. And then one of the other things that we as a research team did is on every page for the books, we built in these three dialogic reading questions. And dialogic reading is one of the strongest methods of uh, um, of helping build children's early oral language skills, where you're helping them get more engaged in the story by asking them questions. But these types of questions, uh, as a parent, like I study this, and these types of questions are really hard for me to come up with on the spot. And so we wanted to make sure uh, to build these into the books so that parents could easily do it. And yeah. we had three questions on each page. So the first time that a parent read through the, uh, the book with their child, they could read the, that first set of questions on every page. The second time they could go to the next and the third time the last set of questions just to help build in some scaffolding and so we did that with all three books and then we were able to use those for our intervention study that's okay i was going to ask yeah if they were part of the study mm -hmm. awesome. yeah so these were the books that we used for the intervention study and we've actually since built another six of the uh, uh, little elephants books for two other studies um one study focuses more on um children's spatial language words like uh, before, after, near, far, corner, edge, those types of words. And then for another, the other set, we're, we're building some more of the, um, the math, the other quantitative math language words, um, where we're, and we're going to turn this into um, a curriculum uh, supplement for preschools. Gotcha. So you're using these books and these studies and kind of the feedback you got, and what you've learned from it. Any kind of surprises, uh, good or bad? <clears throat> yeah. So the, we, we got a lot of feedback from parents um, and children along the way. One of the things that um, I don't know if I, I would call it a surprise, but something that I was very excited about um, with the design of, uh, of the books, we were very um, specific on not um, specifically asking children or parents to do any counting or any, any real exact specific math um, task. We wanted to focus on that, that language. But what we found was that kids and parents were naturally drawn to the pictures, started counting and started using these more advanced math, uh, math skills that we hadn't intended for them to, uh, or we hadn't explicitly asked them to use. So it really made it more of a natural process for kids to, uh, to start engaging in math with their families. Awesome. And, you know, you're talking about what the kids are learning from this. Talk about maybe what you've learned from uh, being a part of this book project and, and the study. Yeah, so probably the first thing is that children's books are, are hard to develop, but when, when you get it right, it's so much fun. And uh, so uh, like I, we said earlier, I have four young kids and 
they've been, they've also been involved in this process. Whenever we have a first draft, I'll go home and read it to my kids. And then when they come up to me with the book asking to read it again, um, it's it's just a sign to you as a researcher and as a parent that you did something right. And so that, it, that part has just been a, a lot of fun. But I also have to say that the the research team that I worked with, my graduate students, postdocs, and colleagues, um, especially um, my colleague Sarah Schmidt and Jen Dobbs Oates, both of them have been um, hugely uh, important for the development of these books and the intervention. Um, and it couldn't have been done without them. And the process has just been fun getting to work with this great team. That's awesome. And I mean, do you plan or see uh, continuing this little elephant series or these? These books are things like this, or is that was that kind of a one-off for the study? Talk about that. Yeah, so we've now developed nine total Little Elephants books, and now we're shifting a little bit to develop uh, books that cover other aspects of content. Um, we're developing three books right now that focus on uh, early social study skills, community helpers, environmental awareness, um, and we've all uh, and th those are part of the Institute for Education Sciences grant that um, Jen, Sarah, and I. I are leading and then we also uh, we also have three books um, called the pattern pals series that i developed uh, with a group of students in the honors college a few years ago i taught a course called uh, science and stories where students got to learn about the um the the science and the socio-cultural aspects behind children's picture books and as part of the course we developed um, one picture book uh, that that had embedded patterning skills in it and several of the students enjoyed it so much that we developed two additional books. And so now we have a, a nice set of three books that are focused on patterning skills. So we, we have plans to expand in terms of content, build up in terms of more advanced math skills. Um, and one, uh, the IES project that we have, we're turning it into a curriculum supplement uh, for preschool teachers. So we're, we're pairing uh, these books with guided play activities that fit naturally into classroom centers so that they can, and we can really try to enhance children's early math skills in the classroom setting as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations to you. That's quite an achievement. Uh, talk about where uh, if people who are listening or watching this episode are interested in, in purchasing or finding more out about these books. Talk about where they can do that. Yeah. So uh, the the three little elephants books are available on Amazon as well as the uh, the Pattern Pals books. Um, the easiest way to find them is if you go to our website. Uh, www.thelittleelephants.com or to www.thepatternpals.com and on there I have links to where uh, you can you can find them on Amazon. Awesome and I will also since you mentioned that provide links to that as well on the web article so if you're listening to the story jump over to our website at fox59.com or cbs4.com and there'll be links for that there as well or if you're watching this interview, you just kind of scroll down a little bit and there'll be also links to a recent article put out Purdue by Purdue on this and a link to the study as well that we've been talking about in addition to the links to the books as well. So please be sure to check that out. Um, as we're kind of wrapping up here, David, anything else that you want, want to mention that feels important? Yeah, I, so I, I highly recommend the books, mm -hmm. but also you can embed math language and early math into any books. You just look at the pictures and try to draw it out as much as you can from what's there, there on the pictures. It doesn't, the book doesn't have to be focused on math. 
but you can really just embed math into everything that you're doing with your young children. It'll help make it a natural part of what they do. And then they'll be the ones that will start um, engaging with math and seeing it in their environment. So that's um, awesome. it, 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 they'll have a lot of fun with it as, as will you. For sure. For sure. Awesome. David, thank you again so much for your time and, and sharing your knowledge and uh, information on this recent study. Of course, obviously, again, as you and I have children, we know the importance of, of reading and just developing those skills at a, at a young age as well. So thank you again uh, for your time and joining the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Great. Thank you, Adam. Awesome. You take care, man. You too. Bye. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod. And you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and tune in. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.